Good evening, uh, brothers and sisters. We are coming uh, towards the end, and very soon we'll be entering into the new year. I remember at the beginning of the year, I shared with you that this is a new season, a new reset that God is bringing into this world. Uh, some of us have taken note of the message and we have readjusted our priorities, our commitment and how we should move forward into this new era. And, uh, but others, it was just another year that you survive another day. We're still uh, very much busy just building our own kingdom. We live no different from the men in the world. You know, we're just hoping that the pandemic will be over soon and then life will get back to normal. When we come to the end of this year, and I will be talking about the new season. Some of you will be thinking, well, it will be another message, it will be another year, it's just the same. Yes, you're correct. For you, this new year will be just another year. It will be just like before. And nothing will change. You will not enter into what God has promised. You will not. But for those of us, we have taken the word of God seriously. We believe this is what God is saying and we have run with that word. We will enter into the promised land. This will be a new season for us. Look at uh, Joshua, the book of Joshua. Chapter 1, verse 1. And the first part of verse 2. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses at, Moses, my servant, is dead. So the death of Moses marked the passing away of the old generation. But that new season did not begin with the death of Moses. The passing of the old generation came when those stubborn, rebellious, uh, self-seeking people of the old generation are totally eliminated. That's when the new season begins. And at the end of last year, well, yeah, the, the last few weeks, we share about our spirit can be defiled. We can carry the root of bitterness. And as a result, we defile many and cause trouble. I believe that is a timely word to end the last season because God doesn't want us to carry in our heart that defiled spirit, that root of bitterness, so that when we enter into the new year, it's the same old year. The same old problem. So can you imagine if they enter into the new season with all these old people all carrying the same old defilement or uh, rebellions and, 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 and uh, well, uh, 
this kind of attitude, it will never be a new season. It will just be another old year, old season repeating itself. So the death of Moses wasn't the beginning of the new season. The death, the the rather, is a death of those rebellious, uh, stiff-necked, uh, stubborn, uh, murmuring uh, people that begins the the new season. Look at Deuteronomy chapter two, verse thirteen. And the Lord said, said to Moses, okay, and the Lord said to Moses, now. Get up and cross the Jared Valley. So we crossed the valley. Thirty-eight years passed from the time we left Kadesh Barnea until we crossed the Jared Valley. By then, the entire generations of fighting men had perished from the camp, as the Lord had sworn to them. The Lord's hand was against them until He had completely. Eliminated them from the camp. So, Kadesh Barnea is where they sent out the twelve spies to spy out the land and came back with the the the, the report. And since then, for thirty-eight years, they have not moved forward towards the promised land. They've been going around in circle in the wilderness. It's just like some of us in church. We have been in church. We have been busy for the last thirty-eight years serving in church, doing different things, being religious. But we have not moved an inch towards the promised land. We have not grown in our relationship with God. But we're busy. We're spiritual. Can you see how tragic this situation is? So for the last thirty-eight years, it's always the old season. Every new year come, it's the same old thing. Every new year for thirty-eight years, it's the same old season. Replay every year. What a tragedy! Is that going to happen to you? To some of us. Here or some of us listening to the message, are you going to go through another year of the thirty-eight years, a rerun of all that has happened, or are you determined that in this new year, in this new season, you're going to break through, you're going to advance in the kingdom of God? So the new season come only when those. Who are carrying the bitter roots? Who are rebellious? Who are stiff-necked, stubborn, murmuring, complaining, challenging leaders, refusing to obey? When these people are exterminated, eliminated, wow, killed, dead, when they are removed, then a new season comes. So we want to enter into the new season. You want to enter into the new season. What, what, what kind of heart are you carrying inside? Is it a defiled or is it a cleansed, sanctified heart? What kind of attitude and spirit are, do you have? Has it been 
cleansed by the word of God? Has it been built up by the word of God? If it is, you're ready to enter into the new season. Look at verse 16. Salute uh, Deuteronomy. Now, when the last of these fighting men among the people had died, the Lord said to me, Today, you are to pass by the region of Moab at Ar. Today, what we read just now is now get up and cross the Zeret Valley. Now get up. You see, when the new season comes, you've got to get up. You've got to get up now. Now. Some people just keep thinking, keep praying. But God is saying now. This is a new season. Get up. Because the old has gone. Has been eliminated. Now, get up and cross. So, God wants us to respond to arise now. Because it's a new season. The new season is here. You know, until those rebels, those stiff-necked people, those rebellious people are eliminated. You cannot advance. Because you have to deal with them. Moses had to contend with these people. Again and again and again. And, and, and you just don't have the energy, you don't just, you don't just have, to, you have the uh, uh, mindset to move forward. In 1 Kings 5, verse 3, Solomon talking about his father, David, King David. You know that because of the wars waged against my father, David, from all sides, he could not build a temple for the name of the Lord his God until the Lord put his enemies under his feet. So can you see, David has to confront with not just the Philistine, he has to confront with the different tribes who come against him and question, challenge him, why should we come under you? You are, you are from Judah, but we are not from that tribe. So can you see, when there is internal conflicts, when there is wars, contention, you just cannot advance. And that's why God wait for that old generation to totally eliminate, cut off. And then he told Moses, now get up. Now is the time to move forward without those old generations. So that's the first thing. The new season has come. But it comes because the rebellious generation is totally eliminated. That's when the new season comes. It doesn't come because of the new year. And then the second thing, the new generation, just because it is a new generation, there's no guarantee that you will enter into the promised land. Oh, some of us, we just say, oh, the old generation is gone. New generation has come. Uh, as if the old generation uh, 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 are totally well, uh, uh, bad. 
and, and they are the new generation. They, they, they will inherit the promised land. No. What did God say? Moses, my servant. Yes, there is that group of people who are bad. But Moses, who is of the old generation, my servant. Moses did what God wants. He is the servant of God. We're going to talk about that in our next, next teaching. How do we enter into the promised land? Numbers 32 verse 11. Because they have not followed me wholeheartedly, the, the, that generation we talk about. Not one of those who were 20 years old and more, when they came up out of Egypt, will see the land I promised on oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Not one except Caleb, son of Zephunneh, the Kenites, and Joshua, son of Nun. For they followed the law wholeheartedly. So God will fulfill His promise. He said, I promised to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I will fulfill it. But you have no part in it except Joshua and Caleb because they serve me wholeheartedly. So it's those who serve God wholeheartedly who will enter into the promised land. And God was very, very angry with that generation. Numbers 32 verse 13. The Lord's anger burned against Israel and He made them wander in the wilderness 40 years until the whole generation of those who had done evil in His sight was gone. The Lord's anger burned against Israel. For how long? 40 years. God was very, very angry with that rebellious, stiff-necked, stubborn people. But if the new generation, after this generation, if the new generation does not follow God, they will cause God to be even more angry. And God will definitely not let them into the promised land. They will let this new generation wander in the wilderness again. If you want to enter into the promised land that God wants to take us, I hope you listen to this message. So that there will be that breakthrough that will come. Numbers 32 verse 6. Moses said to the Gadites and Reubenites, Shall your countrymen go to war while you sit here? Okay, what is the story? So now the new season has come. Moses let the people cross over that valley that we just read. So on the way, they conquer some kingdom, some, some nations will come to fight against them. So, Gadites and Reubenites, and also the half-tribe of Manasseh, they, they are very powerful, they are very strong, and have a lot of possession. And when they see that the, 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 
the nation of Israel has conquered this land on this side of, before they cross over the river Jordan. Wow, the land was good and very suitable for them. So they come and request Moses, can we have this land? We will not cross over Jordan into the, that promised land. So that's why Moses said to them, shall, you, shall your countrymen go to war while you sit here and enjoy yourself with your family? You know, when you do that, there's a division. There's no same vision. There's no same spirit. And your brothers who go to war has to cross the Jordan and face a giant while you just sit around here and enjoy all this thing. You will discourage your brothers, so that they will be, you know, will not want to cross that, that river Jordan also to face the giant. Verse 14. And here you are, a brood of sinners standing in the place of your fathers and making the Lord even more angry with Israel. If you turn away from following him, he will again leave all these people in the wilderness and you will be the cause of their destruction. So if you all behave like your forefathers who refuse to enter into uh, the promised land, then God is going to be even more angry and then He will leave you all in the wilderness again and not allow you or take you into the promised land. So can you see? It will be just the same old season all over with the new generation if they refuse to follow God. So we are able to enter into the promised land because we follow God wholeheartedly. So we, we are not just uh, caring for our own family, our own children, and not think about the other tribes, not fighting for the other tribes. Okay, so we want to move together as one nation, want to move together as one people. But if you just care for yourself, your family, your tribes, God said you are a wicked generation, you are wicked people. So a new season had begun. So what do we do? Deuteronomy 2, 13, let's read again. And the Lord said, now, now get up and cross the Zeret Valley. So we cross the valley. Now, get up. Get ready to move. We're entering into the new year, new season. Now, get up, get ready to move. Can you imagine you have been so familiar for the last 38 years in this kind of environment? A lot of people don't want to change. They don't want to get up. They don't want to leave what is familiar and move into the new, move into what God has. So to enter into the promised land, we got to move and move into a new environment that we have never been before. And uh, that's exactly the same thing that God spoke to Joshua after the death of Moses in Joshua 1 verse 2. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan. Now then. Get ready to cross. So no matter how great the last 38 years has been for Moses, 
No matter how terrible your last 38 years was like, injustice, the pain, the rejection, the suffering, no matter what it is, good, bad, for the last 38 years, it's time to get up, it's time to move, to cross over. So, we have, God spoke to Moses to cross over to uh, the Jared Valley. I think most of us have never even take note of this. We only remember cross the Red Sea, cross the River Jordan. You know, those big victory, those big experience. But when you get up, you've got to cross Jared Valley. So unless you cross the valley, Zeret Valley, you will not come to Jordan to cross the river Jordan. So we get up straight away and think about the small breakthrough that we need to cross, the things that we need to do, though they are small. But we've got to get up, we've got to start doing so that we will come to the river Jordan to cross over that. It's a journey of many crossover, big and small. And then there are regions, there are problems that you have to pass them by. Deuteronomy 2.19 When you come to the Ammonites, do not harass them. Or provoke them to war. For I will not give you possession of any land belonging to the Ammonites. I have given it as a possession to the descendants of Lot. So it's very important that we do not fight or do not invite a fight that God has not asked you to. So there are wars that God has not created for you. He wants you to just pass them by. So do not be greedy over everything and want to take possession of everything. But only take possession of what God has given to you. Only fight the wars that God has prepared for you to do. So there are things that God will just want you to pass them by. Don't be bothered about them. Don't be caught up by them. Don't be distracted by them. Don't waste your time and energy on them. Just move on. But there are wars that God wants you to fight. You know, we can only inherit the land that we have fought for. We can only inherit the land that we have fought for. Joshua 1 verse 3. I will give you every place where you set your foot as I promised Moses. Every place where you set your foot on, every place where you move in to fight and inherit and trample the enemies under your feet, those are the land you will have. But don't fight the war that I did not give you, the land that I did not give you. Okay, you want to inherit? You have to fight. And you have to win. So that you can inherit what God has given. So I hope that this uh, tonight, this message will really prepare us for the new year. So that we will not live another same old year 
with the same attitude, same spirit. But rather, we will move in with a new attitude, with a new spirit, with understanding the importance of moving together as one, so that we can take the inheritance, so that we're moving, advancing forward towards our inheritance in the kingdom of God. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for 2019, for every experiences that you have taken us through. Lord, we know that we must leave behind all this. We know that we must move into the new year with a new cleansed heart. Every defilement be removed, every root of bitterness be removed. We have a clean heart that, that, that wants to serve you and worship you wholeheartedly. Father, we pray that we will know how to unite as one and move together in that vision so that we can inherit the promise. Pray that everyone will arise, will hear your word, will, will arise and begin to cross over whatever things that hinder them so that they will enter into greater victories in the days ahead. So Lord, pray for this church, pray for everyone who listen to the message. Pray that all of us will be ready for this coming new season and new year. Bless this new year, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen.